every day, the conversations become more powerful. Every day, the communications become more true and genuine, clear and close to our hearts. In this session, we got to have a conversation with Dom and Tyler, and Dom's sister even managed to stop by for a little surprise visit. It was a wonderful conversation, and my god, did I love the things we shared. We covered some truths in this conversation. Now, I don't mean irrefutable truths or anything like that, no, no. I just mean some true, genuine feelings and ideas and concepts and soulful experiences buried within us, each of us. We just let some of those fly today. So in this session, we get to explore a little bit of that, feel a little bit of this. Topics within are uh, are beautiful, as always. Talk a little bit about death. Talk a, bit, a little bit about how you handle death and how you handle suffering. You know, I am sure everybody has helped death in their arms once or twice, felt her grasp, but some of us less than others, and some of us more than others. Some of us have kissed death on the lips and still managed to talk about it. Some of us have, well, seen people kiss death and not live to talk about it. But the conversations still remain true no matter what your experience, because death is a truly unique personal experience for each of us. We each talk about how we've encounter death in our lives and how it's impacted and changed us and I came to a wonderful epiphany a beautiful revelation while having this discussion so with all the love I hold in my heart for you my brothers and sisters I send this cast out into the stars I let you all hold it hear it a piece of me for all of you and a piece of each of us who share our conversations and you're a piece of it too, because we're all one and the same. So, remember, as always, peace and love. One man has arrived. With <laughs> what it is? Oh, what's up? What's up? Got y'all in the club. God damn, what is it? Please tell me you know what that's from. I do not know what you are referencing. Uh, never do. You with your common day. Yes, of course I don't know anything about that stuff. What do you think I do? Spend all day on the TikToks and the Instagrams and the hey, Twitter. That hey. is a legendary Vine. Legendary. Uh, vine. I never even went on Vine. Ha! 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 You're talking to the wrong. Dom! Hello! <laughs> oh. What is 
A vine. What is what? A vine! I don't even know what that means, man. That, that's a <laughs> word that I don't know the definition of. That's even better. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> wait, 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 wait. I'm sorry. Hold on. I need to compose myself. Are you seriously <laughs> telling me you don't know what a vine is? You don't know a oh. vine? Wait. I thought you were saying the vine, like, as in, like, one word. Like, what is a vine on this fine evening? Like, hit me with, like, some Shakespearean stuff. You know that, bro. Dumb! I'm not that, I'm not that fancy. Jeez, man, I'm not dropping some doth thous and these on you. <laughs> that's, that's what I thought was going on, man. But realistically, we're just talking about uh, Tarzan's means of travel. <laughs> there you go. That's yeah. what I thought until he was talking about videos, and then I was like, "That's a social media app that I never went on." That 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 got banned, so TikTok could come and get banned too. <laughs> yes. Yo, I'm a dead ass about to throw hands with you, <laughs> Tyler. Come to Mexico and throw hands with me. Oh, I would love to. Thank you. I would love. All I would have to do to like confuse you in the ring would just say like a quote from like a tiktok or vine you'd be like what and then like (laughs) yeah yeah man but then you you'd realize in mid-flight of your swing i would just go oh and you just your fist would stop and you start levitating in the air (laughs) and be like conflict is an illusion of the mind I would never in a million years be able to swing at you or any friend. No, I would hug you. I wouldn't. I wouldn't be able to. I'd fucking. I'd straight up kiss you. No. Oh, you'd 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 swing you'd swing that dick at us. I I I don't. (laughs) man. I'm sorry, man. (laughs) What? Now we're going way. Yo. I'm sorry. I'm listening. I'm I'm okay. I'm okay with a friendly kiss on the cheek, though. Yo, we just went from hugging to kissing to swinging. <laughs> Got all the way. We took I mean... a step up and then another step up, and then we just stretched our fucking leg to the top. Oh, hell yeah, man. We I know you're a baseball player, so baseball players don't just stop at we first base, you know? We have never swung our dicks in baseball. <laughs> Damn, what? What type of game are you uh, so That's I'm not a gonna... You're going to fucking just bang a cup against my face, I guess. Everybody knows that American baseball is all about the mean hot dog. All right. The glizzies. Yeah, the glizzy, bro. The bro. You're a glizzy gladiator. (laughs) Tyler, you're a glizzy gladiator. You You work in the glizzy arena, bro. Bro, you are a glizzy fucking gobbler 3000. You give the Gawk Gawk 3000 to glizzies. Nah, actually, I hate hot dogs, man. I did too, mm-hmm. but I definitely have been on this glizzy wave. Not a fan of hot dogs, though. You've wait, I'm, I'm so confused. Wait, wait. I, is, is glizzy <laughs> not a hot dog? It's a hot dog. You told me it's a hot dog. I don't know what it truly is, dude. I, I feel like I don't know. I think Let that's me tell that, you, man. That's the, that's the a, glizzy. a glizzy might be a hot dog in the mind of most people, but I've never been a hot dog gobbler. But I've definitely gobbled a glizzy. 
What the fuck? Does I don't know. That's a good thing, <laughs> All right, I, I don't know, man. I'm done with this conversation, though. That's for sure. I'm gonna take a fine exit out. Hey guys, you know, did we you should talk that... about? Well, wait, wait. Okay, fine. What do we, what should we talk about? Hold on, Tyler. He's got. Let's get existential. Let, let's I, talk wait, about. I got existential for you, but wait. What does Tyler want to talk about? Logan will love this. Let's wait, hold on, on though. I need I need to say one more thing. Tyler, I'm sorry for interrupting. It's okay. <laughs> I'll forgive you. I'll forgive you. Dude, Don't I, let I, it happen again. Yeah, no, 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 no. But Tyler, I'm sorry yes. for interrupting you. No, it's okay. I, I forgive you. Oh, is I can talk now. <laughs> I was like, that's that's the that's the dead air of forgiveness. Was that my cue? <laughs> okay, so we're gonna talk about the world of tea people, right? Remember that, Logan? The world of tea people. No, 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 no. My heart literally just tore out of my chest. No, we're not doing that. No tea people ever. Actually, I want to get real with you guys for a second. Let us talk about death. Death? Okay. Death. And death. our experiences with the death. This oh, is the existentialism I was referring to. Hell yeah. I well this is me and Dom, right? We've I've wanted to have this conversation with Dom on like a recording for a long time just because I have a very like um unique relationship with death and Dom has a very unique relationship with death. And uh, I want to get Tyler's unique relationship with death on air, too. So, who wants to start talking about death? Um, I say, I know Dom. I want to hear Dom's view, because I know he's been through a lot. Oh, man. And that's all love, bro. No, no, I know. That's, um... That's... I don't even know where to start with that. Like, even like, so like, I mean, I'm going to just say this since it's on the air, whatever, wait, like, wait, as wait, if wait, this wait. person hasn't Dom. heard anything. Before. What's up? Can you just answer one question first, though? <laughs> yes. Is death something you need to be afraid of or avoid in your life? No, definitely not, man. Definitely not. And like, I can't say that I'm perfect. Like, I don't have, like, that fear at times where you mean that's something that's, like, installed in us. But I think, like, it's almost something to um, be grateful for. Because it, like, it gives all of this a purpose in a way. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Okay. And what what are your but, experiences with death, Dom? You know what what experiences stand out in your mind? Oh my God! Um, definitely just all throughout high school, I saw people um, pass away. My friend's aunt, who we smoked with all the time, passed away. I know that shit had a big impact on his life, and that was just, that was weird for someone we know to just uh, not be there anymore, someone that we'd seen so often. Like, I'd seen her a couple times a week, and I know he'd live with her. He spent every day with her and stuff like that. And um, 
friend's grandmother that we hung out with passed away. We hung out there almost every weekend. And then one of the times that really had a big impact on, um, like, me, like, immediately, like, I felt it. There was, like, almost a, a spiritual attachment after it was uh, when my friend Kyle had passed away. He passed away, and that just made me realize how short this shit is and how easy it is for us to say the things we want to do and uh, not do them or not actually own the day or live a life instead of uh, living to die I finally began dying to live almost wow that's beautiful that's so beautiful Um, I love that thank you for sharing that of course man you know that shit was um it's crazy man it's like it just happened so fast and it just made me think of all the things been going on all the the problems the concerns the worries that we have we make up mm-hmm. in our life mm-hmm. and it's just uh why mm-hmm. and like i said even like with the fear of death the problems the worries i'm not perfect man i can't live like this all the time sometimes even thinking about that shit causes the worry to come and stuff like that like what if what if uh these things that i'm starting to do what if um i don't have enough time to do them what if it doesn't but you just gotta do what you want to do every fucking day make the most of it and it's all gonna happen the way it's supposed to happen i guess you know absolutely dude absolutely you can't you know live with the worry and the fear because you know hey man even if you're making a decision because you're afraid you're still letting that that potential death win and rule your life the entire way there you know death is inevitable you're always going to get there but you can choose how you get there you can choose how you spend your life while you walk that road to that inevitable passing through the doorway into the unknown no definitely honestly man the fear of death is interesting too because I don't even like I'm past the point where I think it's a fear of the dying itself it's the the fear of not existing oh absolutely I agree all do so many things in so many different ways in all our days we weigh our opinions we do this we do that we're just all trying to prove we exist and it's like even like like doing impactful things making changes like you want to exist after death but how long can any of that really exist or it's all existing well it doesn't or not existing at all it's like mm-hmm. <laughs> at the same time I feel like it'd be regret too like a little bit of regret like yo I can't die I, got, I still gotta do this this and this or mm-hmm. oh man I, I can't die like I need to fix this and this mm-hmm yeah no definitely I agree. But yeah. No, that definitely had a big impact, though, with uh, that guy passing away, everything like that. That was just um, really, like, someone I'd spent so much time with. And then the the way people behaved after it happened or the way people grieve or, like, handle it is so fucking interesting to me, too. So interesting to me. Even me, I'm a part of this as well. Like, you know, like, we all have our own way. I just remember this guy being at my house, hanging out, chilling with me almost every night, you know? Mm -hmm. 
every night he would invite he was a co-worker of mine as well I met him through work every night he would invite other co-workers over and he would um, tell them to come hang out with us and no one ever came or anything and then the day of his funeral everyone came to my house to chill to smoke whatever to just hang out just to be together I remember sitting in my garage that I'd been with him almost every single day, every night, with everyone there. And I was like, this is all he fucking wanted while he was here. And I was almost uh, resentful or mad at the people that were there. Like, it's like, obviously, like, they were grieving. They were doing handling shit the way they were supposed to. But I was also like, this is all he wanted while he was here. And it's like, we forget that how short this life shit is, the way we act with each other, the way we do things, the way we don't make enough time for people we want to make time with. Or like, It's like a- any single person you talk to, man, any single person you talk to, and this is a fucking, it's a morbid way to look at things. It's like, but like, you don't know when they're going to go. Mm-hmm. Like, yeah, we could film this podcast. I could did d- d- pass away in the next few days before I get to talk to you guys. Same, like, same with y'all. Not God, God um, hopefully will not have that in his plans, you know? <laughs> of course. <laughs> Doesn't sound really convenient, but uh, that shit can happen, man, with anyone, any mm-hmm. single fucking person you see. Yeah. You don't know if it's the last time you're going to see them or not. Yeah, and people bro. just tend to forget that shit. They, they, they remember it in, in uh, the virus. They remember remembered in the virus but even then it's like everyone's just worried about themselves even like my friend passed away and stuff like that i'm sitting here like oh my god my life's short too i gotta do some shit and it's like you end up being a reflection of yourself Mm -hmm. i agree i agree hmm very interesting that is interesting it, it could be motivating too, death. I feel like you can use death as a motivator to get your ass out there and go do shit. No, definitely. I feel like it's... It's a part of life. You can't get rid of it. It's a part of life. You should live with it intimately. And, you know, wake up every day and be like, one day I'm going to die, but today is great. But, you know, you don't really need to even go that far. You can really just live in every single moment once you accept that, yeah, I'm going to die one day. You know, I mean, um, my family, you know, always says, uh, you know, never go to sleep angry because you never know when it might be the last time you wake up. Never say, never go and walk away from somebody when you're in the middle of a fight because you never know when it's going to be the last time you get to speak. Always say, I love you. Always say, I'll see you later. Always give them affection. Because you never know when one moment might be your last. Yeah, I'm pretty happy you just said that. Why's that? Because I always walk away from a fight, bro. Not always, but I do a lot. No, yeah. I'm going to be straight up, bro. I'm guilty of that. Straight up. I feel like it's like like a defense mechanism. That's okay. It's okay, man. I mean, yeah, no, that's definitely uh, adds on to grief with stuff, too, because, like, I've experienced some other deaths after his friend, a close family friend of mine, Regina, passed away. That shit was crazy. It was, um, 
could be seen coming though too but it was almost like I remember being like upset and like I really just so appreciative of who she was and the fact I got to know her but also that was the first time I didn't like hysterically cry either and then um then with my mom and shit like that she passed away earlier this year and whatnot and like literally like two weeks before she passed away I finally had the realization that she was going to one day I hadn't treated her right I've been very resentful due to shit I I just wanted to talk to her and call her and just let her know I love her that I'm trying to forgive her and shit like that then I had like this Monday at work where I bugged the fuck out broke down like some shit just really hit me in the head with that I wanted to reach out for her so bad. I found out she passed away the next Tuesday morning that she passed away on Sunday already. And it's like... That... Even, like, when it, like, first happened, I was like, I need to take this as a lesson just to be more forgiving in general. Mm. Yes. So true. So true. Yes, forgiving people. I mean... Really, that is that is the path to being truly connected to love, is forgiveness. Because it's putting yourself to the side, no matter what, and saying, hey, you are loved, you are forgiven, you're still a human being just like me, and I know I'm not any better than you, and I love you, and I forgive you. It's really uh, a difficult practice. No, dude, that's but... such a fact, bro, that's such a fact. Because when you hate someone, it's like hatred, bro. When you hate someone, that shit is going to affect you. It's not going to affect them. But if Mm. you reverse that into forgiveness, it's not going to affect them, but it's going to affect you positively. You can hate them and let it affect you negatively, or you could forgive them and let it affect you positively. I mean, it could affect them. It could. In a positive way, too, man. I mean, think about, you know, all that could happen in a relationship with somebody just because you don't forgive them, right? I mean, just think of, like, loved ones and family members, right? What if you don't forgive them for, like, the fights? What if you walk away from the fights instead of hashing them out right then and there? They basically sit there unanswered, unopened, unaccepted and acknowledged. Without being given love, they cannot be healed. You need to go into those fights and be like, hey, I won't walk away from this. You know, if I have to not go out, you know, that's fine. I'm not going to go out. I'm not going to let like us walk away angry at each other you know like i love you you're my friend family member you know cousin sister brother you know lover whatever it is child it doesn't matter yeah tyler what are your experiences with death my experiences with death fucking all drugs bro my cousin overdosed on heroin my mom's best friend's son overdosed on heroin my friend died my friend died from xanax i've lost i've i haven't lost friends like to where they died but i've also lost friends because of drugs and i bro i would never touch a pill i would never touch a needle i would never touch any of that shit even if you paid me, bro. And whenever I meet someone that does it or they know someone that does it, bro, I turn into, like, a, a therapist because I'm like, nah, bro. Like, I experienced too much from this shit. I'm not letting you or I'm going to do everything I can to try to show you that this is a terrible path. 
Well, that's interesting with that too. I think that's a good thing to do that. Even like that's how um that's how Kyle passed away. He overdosed on heroin. And I think that's good to do, but also I think just to like you don't want to become a critic either because yeah. with with drugs and stuff like that, man, people get like that they, they don't talk to people about it if they feel like they can't. Mm-hmm. You don't want to make them feel like you're someone they can't talk to yeah. about it. Of no, you got to love them for who they are. You got to accept it and love them. Yeah, but that's the thing is like if you come across as like hey you know like this is a horrible thing you're destroying your life every time they talk to you about doing drugs people don't want to talk about it you know? no so yeah you i don't do like, that when i when okay. i tell them i'll literally tell them my stories of what i've seen and, uh, and i won't be like so don't do it i'll just be like i'm just letting you know that this is a path you're taking you could do whatever you want but i'm just letting you know I, yeah man it's it's um tough with stuff like that though too because like you do know they like yeah. they already know deep yeah. down they it's true it's so true yeah you like they know what path they're walking they know what becomes at the end of that path we're not an undereducated society they've seen it they've probably met plenty of people who've been at the end of the path they know where they're walking but he's right you know tyler's right and so are you dom that like you guys gotta reach out and sometimes just say that be like listen you know like Hey man, I've seen this that, and the other thing. I care about you. I worry about you. I hope that you're okay. Just be careful. You know, man. I feel that. Yeah, drugs are shit. Let me tell you, when I met Kyle, there was a while where he wasn't doing shit. Mm-hmm. Like he had been clean and whatnot, and um, he would still bring it up, like how much he missed doing it, almost, or how good it felt and stuff like that. I would get weird, man. I wouldn't talk about it because I'd be like, oh, this isn't something we should talk about. But now, if you ever have a friend that's clean from something or, like, stopping with something or talking about it, just talk to them about it, dude. Let First off, let them know that you're proud of them for being able to fucking do that shit. That shit uh-huh. is not easy. Uh-huh. That shit is not easy. Any, any, any kind of addiction is not easy at all. And then also just uh, be an open ear for them to talk to about it. I agree, my brother. I agree. I have an aunt who's like eight years sober or something like that. Maybe around that. Maybe more. I don't know. Um, That's what's up. She is wonderful and inspiration. I've seen a lot of my family suffer from drugs and everything like that. So, Same, bro. Seeing her, I also have a cousin who's uh, sober. She's clean. She got a kid and everything like that. She was also using. Um, so many of my family members were users, dude. Were uh, drug addicts and stuff. I feel that. Yeah, bro. Yo, my dad is my low key, bro. Even though sometimes I want to fucking Batista bomb my dad into a wooden table, like he's <laughs> he's pretty inspirational, bro. He's been twenty years sober. That's for, amazing. For drinking, yeah, dude. And he used to smoke, yo, bro, listen. He used to smoke cigarettes like a fucking chimney, bro. He was like a chimney. He was on the couch, bro. He was going pack after pack. I was like, wow. Guy. He was a fiend and all by himself. All right, not all by himself, but really with not too much help, he was able to stop drinking and he was able to stop smoking cigarettes, bro. 
Yo, and that's, that's inspirational to that's me. That's so amazing. Uh, could we just take five real quick, guys? And uh, we'll pick it up in a second. I just gotta go Oh, you wanna throw fives on a blonde? Yeah, let's all throw fives. Alright, I'll be back in five. Uh, I got five on it. I'll invite you guys <laughs> to a new recording. <laughs> you wanna leave us in here? We'll just fuck around. Oh, you know what? Fine. That sounds actually great. Yeah, actually, go for it. Have a yeah, five minute conversation to yourselves. Go for it. All right, down. Oh, this is interesting. So, how did you come up with the idea of swinging dicks? Like, what is wrong? (laughs) (laughs) You're still thinking about that? (laughs) Thinking about it, yeah, because I'm so scared of the thought of it. Like I like no. you were saying shit about baseball, and I imagine some like weird ass motherfucker pulling up to the plate, bro. Everyone's like, "Yo, where's the bat?" He's like, "Yo, I got it right here," and he just strips. I'm like, "Yo, get this man the fuck out of here." There's two reasons I thought about that. One, because you'd mentioned baseball before we hopped in here, and two, because I saw a helicopter fly over my house. You saw a helicopter fly over your house. Yeah. So that. (laughs) (laughs) Yo. Yo, you're too much, bro. Come on, man. You gotta, you gotta stay up on the culture. You never seen the Lonely Island? Too impressive, chick. Do helicopter thing. You will never be forgotten. Yo, Logan, I just learned a new pickup. Never will your name be lost to the sands of times. Yo, bro. If you ever want that's a basically what I was just saying to Tyler. Logan, that's why. If you ever want a girlfriend, fuck. What did you say again? Fuck. You gotta say it. It's not my words. It's it's the Lonely Island's words. But to attract a chick, do helicopter dig. Ah, <laughs> <laughs> uh, yes, of course, the classic helicopter dick method. And then you have to go home. Oh, <laughs> uh, yeah, and I think. I think it plays a big part into the topic that we're discussing right now because most people are too worried about dying that they're like, hey, you know what? Maybe I'm going to live my whole life and not get to do helicopter dick. Like, yo, just do helicopter dick. She's going to love it. <laughs> Bro, I actually kind of want to do it now. No, uh, no joke. I've never actually had to do helicopter dick. She usually does it for me. <laughs> for you? Yeah, man. Yeah, she, she puts on her pilot's hat and she's like grabbing the microphone. She's like, "Can you hear me?" And he's like, "Yeah." And then she, she clicks the button. She turns and the fucking Amelia his penis starts spinning around. <laughs> <laughs> oh, bro. So, uh, that's great. That's great. So, what? Uh, are, is that is that it? is that is that what you guys talked about during the entire thing? Is helicopter dick? We talked a lot about that. Wow. All the that really? Swing, yeah, swinging, helicopter. All right. Yeah, you walked away and he's like, yo, I can't believe you were talking about swinging dicks. And I'm like, what? <laughs> like, that was like, that was, that was the beginning of this. I can't believe I was talking about that either. How, how are we still on this? And now we're, we're just, we're enlightening people with the helicopter dick. I feel like we could talk about the T people now. No, we're not talking about T people. Get out of oh. here, bro. 
I no. need to write a book. So, no, listen, bro. No. I'm going to write a book about no. that shit. Do it. Do it. Write a book. But not on here, man. Not on Write a book and you, then come back. On- I'm going to send no. them 20 fucking copies a day. Like, every day I'm just going to send you 20 copies. Now, you know who me and Chris might be writing a book together? I'm trying to convince him to write a story together. Oh, Mr. Um, Dorsey? Mm-hmm. I'm Mr. Martosi, yes. Mr. Well, Chris Mr. wrote a story Lucas. recently you shared with me. It was very good. I know. I'm so excited for him to share it with me, bro. I got to uh, share with him a brief summarization of the story I wrote. And so, yeah, man. Dude, I wrote a kid's book, and I have it in my notes to this day. Wow. We got to all sit down one day and just sit down and share all our stories. Tyler. Yo. Write a book about tea people, and then you could come onto the podcast to promote it. Listen to me, bro. If I wrote that, no, Dom, when did I give you executive decisions? <laughs> <laughs> what? Like, so I'm just like, yo, you you could do it. And I'm like sitting here, like, yo, what? <laughs> what? Right, I'm just taking out the. Yo, I'm taking I'm out the equation. Say, I'm just gonna say the idea. So. We live in a world. No, 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 Yo, I never oh at the top of my lungs. Never again shall you try to utter those words on this cast again. <laughs> or all hell will be set loose. <laughs> oh dude. <sighs> no. No, Tyler. Do you want to hear my book about little Timmy and the shiny talking sun? Um Maybe not right now. Actually, I would like to get more experiences <laughs> on death from you. Oh, from me? Oh, yeah, so I only really got to talk about the ugly side of death. Because there's an ugly and beautiful side to everything. Absolutely. I've... Amen, brother. Amen. Yeah, my man. And the so the beautiful side of death is sometimes it can bring people together, too. Oh, so true. So sad, but so true. And then the ugly is that it can bring them further apart. Happen, and then the ugly, the ugly. That, and then the ugly thing is that it takes death to bring somebody together. You could look at yes. it like that. I look at it because when my grandpa died, bro, we rekindled with like a bunch of family members that we haven't talked to in like years. And yeah, it sucks that that's what had to happen for that to happen. But my grandpa he, he he had it he was you know it was just his time it was just his time that's really all it was and you know he had a great life he lived to be like uh, i think like 70 something so you know it was just his time and his death was like obviously it sucked but it was kind of beautiful at the same time because it brought all of us together and we were just all vulnerable with each other talking about the memories and shit it was nice it was pretty nice And um, I'm gonna with you real quick. How many do you talk to now? Oh, I still talk to them. We still talk to them. Okay, cool. Especially my cousin Dom. I fucking love my cousin Dom. Dom, he, the man. he sounds like. I didn't know you were cousins with Tyler. Huh? 
<laughs> oh. Wait. Oh, oh yeah, you're dumb. <laughs> That's funny. And uh shit. I was gonna talk about another thing. Oh yeah. You can use it as a motivation, just like we were talking about before. Like you could be like, alright, I'm gonna die one day. So I might as well do everything that I said I wanna do. And instead of just saying I wanna do it, just go fucking do it. Like I always, yes, sir. always used to be like, yo, I'm gonna stream one day. I'm gonna stream on Twitch one day, yada 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 yada. I would always be like one day, one day, one day. And then mm-hmm. I was just like, you know what? I'm gonna keep saying one day until I'm dead, and then that day is never gonna come. Mm. Like literally, that's what I thought. And I was like, mm. you know what? I'm just gonna stream. And the first time I streamed, bro, it was horrible. <laughs> it was horrible. <laughs> <laughs> I looked like an idiot, bro. I was playing a game I was trash at. I was raging. I was throwing the controller. However, just like everything, I got better in time. But if I never I started, thinking. if I never started, I would have died. My you know what it sounds like to me? What? It sounds like you made a beautiful discovery in that you should come do an open mic. Hell no. This Hell. is an open mic. Hell, yeah, this is an open mic, bro. This is a, chill out, chill out. <laughs> this is this his guy, open mic. He wants me to do stand-up so bad. I mean, dude, you would be amazing at stand-up, but I think that you should do it when you feel comfortable. Honestly, bro, just put me on stage and let me play Call of Duty and everyone will laugh at me raging my head off. Hmm. <laughs> Maybe. Maybe. Oh, trust me, they would, bro. I get in detail of what I hate about the game. Oh, interesting. Huh. Well. More on death. I have a similar experience. And relationship with that where I have seen a lot of people being brought together um, when somebody dies specifically my grandmother because she had seven sons and they all a lot of them had children you know so me being one of them and so we all got together on her funeral and had conversations and hmm, I still communicate with my cousins a lot but obviously I live in a different country so I don't get to see them too often but I did get to see them a couple of times when I was still in the states but unfortunately it seems to me that like there is a tradition starting to form in the family where we basically only gathered when somebody died so i'm trying to break that tradition you know hopefully god will in the future we're gonna get that tradition tossed out the window and we'll all get to be meeting like annually or at least you know twice a year you know twice once every two years you you know what man that's really good that you're doing that because i feel like that's a tradition most people have and they're not even picking up on it Dude, bro, dude, it's so it's so, yeah. it's so horrible to only see your family when they're dead. I know, man. I feel I have the same thing, bro. I want to change my family tree too. We have a lot of toxic uh, patterns. So that's one experience that I have had. Um, another one 
you know, was my grand-aunt Doreen. Uh, she died after my grandfather died, but she died when I was really young. And that was an interesting experience because I got to live with her for the time before she got sick and died. And seeing everybody, you know, reacting to death unique concept because everybody was different but I felt like everybody was and I didn't understand that concept yet because I too was wearing a mask it was such an interesting perception on and then my grandfather died when I was very young um that hit me very close to because I got in spot in the hospital and I got to spend time with him living before that and so I have these very distinct memories from a very young age with him and then he's there for a while and then I remember speaking to him without actually speaking to him having like a bunch of conversations without actually and then I remember he was gone but he wasn't gone but for a long time I thought he was gone it was really painful and the pain impacted my life forever how, how old were you? so I was pretty young but what made it and also when was seeing him sick now he's cheated. Alright, well, I gotta ask. What the well, hell is the noise? Oh, probably dumb. Living life. Oh, you in a cave? Don't worry about it. <laughs> I can hear him. I'm no, sorry. it's okay. I can hear him. That's all that matters. Um, so, Logan, what did you mean by wearing a mask? What I meant by wearing a mask, ah, there's like these preconceptions and like expectations of how you're supposed to react. At least there was in my family. You know? And I believe so. At least, you know, I was very much like, oh, I'm not gonna cry. I'm not gonna motion. I'm gonna walk straight back. I'm gonna look into the face of death. I'm gonna accept it as it is. She's dead. That doesn't matter. This is just her body, you know? Her spirit, her soul lives on, you know? I have plenty of memories of her. This is just an acceptable inevitability. But this was after, mind you, years after my grandfather died. I was older and I experienced a bit more. So, however, I was right about the mask I put on because I got so much feedback, apparently, from my family about how I responded to that. You know, I was I was a pole bearer and stuff. So it was like, it was like, oh, wow, look, 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 he's like such a man. Oh, man, he looked at, he's, he was such, so strong during the funeral, all sorts of stuff like that. And I mean, I appreciate that because that's what I was trying to put on. But it was just an illusion, you know? It wasn't like, I, I if I today was given the chance to get on stage, um, 
I would definitely like get on stage in front of all those people and I would have said, hey, listen, it's okay to drop the act. You know, it's okay to either not feel anything or feel something because believe it or not, a lot of people may not feel anything. And then a lot of people here may feel a whole lot. And you don't have to pretend to be strong or be strong or not be strong or pretend that you're in pain either, you know? And it's not some show. You don't have to worry about that. Be Let your emotions be real. Let yourself be real. The people don't always see that they see the situation that they're put into. And a lot of people put on these masks. And that's exactly what I was doing as a child in the situation. Wow. I've definitely done that, even recently. I believe that. That's amazing. It's like, it. it's so toxic to bottle in your emotions. It's toxic for yourself. Because mm-hmm. then once, you build, once that shit builds up, you're going to explode. It's so true. So true, man. It's so true. I mean, facing your emotions and letting yourself feel, uh, it's such a strong experience that everybody should, you know, participate in because it really will guide you to feeling love, feeling peace, feeling harmony with yourself. Because believe it or not, it is through the pain and accepting the pain that you do find peace within yourself. Right, So that's what a lot of that death experience taught me was, first off, pain is a growing experience. At a very young age, I went through a super painful experience and I grew from it. I became a better man. My grandfather died. I stepped up. I became a better man. I lived up to his image. I lived up to everything that he ever stood for. I took the best of him and embodied it, as I've done with every single person in my life and every single person in my family. And I believe that that concept, not just with my family, but with my friends, with mentors, that concept started from seeing my grandfather die. And I realized that the legacy, I think, sub- and I think subconsciously I realized it, the legacy of each of us lives on not in the memories specifically, but in the subconscious lessons that they teach us through their actions and how they lead. You know, I mean, apparently I sit like my grandfather. Um, I definitely have adopted a lot of his attitudes that have reflected through my family. I Everything that's ever been told about me, like him, all the good stuff, I've tried to embody in the personality. And at a young age, I started doing that. So I started learning, hey, embody those that you idolize because you never know when they're not going to be in your life anymore. Right? Now I do it with, hey, guess what? Guys like you... And, you know, like, my friends. I start, like, seeing, hey, you know, Dom goes on stage. He's brave. He puts himself out there, and he follows his artistic passion. And he's doing it to move towards something that he dreams about. That's beautiful. Idolize that, you know. Think it's, like, a great thing, a great quality. Embody it. Because you never know, you know, God forbid, when Dom might be out of your life. Same for you, Tyler. Tyler, so true for to his childlike vulnerability and his just like his desire to just understand, embody, idolize that, love that, embody that, put that into who you are because that is a beautiful trait, and you never know when you know Tyler might not be in your life. And it's like that that way. A little bit of every single person that I've ever gotten to love and admire lives on inside of me. 
that's truly a legacy because when i have children guess who is going to be influencing my children being raised you guys my teachers you know like the third grade the, the, the preschool teacher that i admire the strangers the bus lady that also was a crossing guard in my old neighborhood and i've talked to as i crossed back home things like that those are things that you get to really grow from when you put that into yourself so that is how death can really influence the way you start as in simplicity's sake you know and as you guys have said Oh, you're cutting out a little bit. Uh-oh. You're good now. You're good now. The motivation. Still too much energy. Hold on. <laughs> <laughs> the motivation that I gained from my grandfather's death was to really appreciate people and take the take them to my heart, to my core, and learn from them. And through that, man, if I had a good life, God, I love my life. So it's a wonderful feeling. And that's, it, I think death is such a valuable thing. And then to think and realize how death itself, it, my grandfather needed to die, you know? He needed to die. That's, that's just, that's an inevitability. It needed to happen. And I accept that. And I love it. In fact, I love it. I'm, yeah, I'm going to say that. I love that my grandfather died. I love that he is dead. Because you know what? Death is just a perception of the human mind. But I, my soul, knows he is existence is eternal. That the moments exist forever in the universe and cannot be erased. And that the influence is reflected already in you guys. Hey, guess what? The ideals that my grandfather taught me when I was young... They're spread through you because I've used them and when I communicate with you guys and you guys have adopted them subconsciously. You don't even realize it. And those spread to other people. Those, that is how we change the world. That is how by positivity and love, you can influence the world in infinite ways without anybody realizing, you know? Yeah. I, I missed part of what you said. The last thing I heard was that you love it. And then a phone call came in, but, um, no, yeah, definitely, man. <laughs> well, if you heard I love death after <laughs> I lost my grandfather, watched him get sick and die from cancer in a very cruel way, but had like mental communications with him and basically went through excruciating pain. And now it's like, truly, I appreciate all of it. Then you got the message, man. Because that's that basically exactly the message I got. <laughs> that's exactly what I was saying. Is essentially in less words that you have no idea how profound something as simple as losing losing something you love can change your perception in imperceptible ways. And I just now realized all of what I just said. That's beautiful. That's also uh, another perception thing. Is there's two sides to this question when the death comes mm -hmm. and that's why did this happen and most people sit there and be like why and just ask why and just live in that misery instead of asking why did this happen and searching for an answer 
do people really wait? Do people really ask why did why is this happening? Wait, have you I guys ever thought why? That. Yeah, I was gonna say. Wait, okay, Dom. What about you? Have you ever thought why does why did this happen? Yeah, definitely. And I feel like I've heard other people say that. Unless I'm just making That's shit so- up in my head. No, 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 no. I really believe you are <laughs> telling the truth, and that somebody else has said that. Many people have said it. The thought, guaranteed, many people have said had or at least had that thought of why is this happening. But I've never once in my life thought of death and thought, why did this happen? That's interesting. It is because I'm wondering where the like separation of the thought process works, where one questions why and one simply accepts. Well, in order to accept, don't you kind of need to know why? I mean, I get, I, well, yeah, you know what? Dang, I guess you're right. I guess once upon a time, in a very long time ago, I asked myself, why do people die? And I found the answer. Yeah, man. What is the answer? Uh, no, I mean, I don't know. I, I don't know. Is it, should I talk about something like that? Is that something, is that, I don't know. I don't know if that's fair for me to, I, to let that, he, that answer. You know, I feel like that. No, I feel like well, that, that is something that somebody else. Yeah, that it's, it's something is telling me that you need to find that answer on your own. You guys, personally, I've spoken to you about what the answer is. Well, this is a Bhagavad Gita quote that might sum it up for you. They actually, uh, this the music group that I listen to, Flatbush Zombies, they put this on a shirt recently, and I think it uh, plays into what you're talking about. The quote is, the spirit is neither born nor does it die at any time. It does not come into being or cease to exist. It is unborn, eternal, permanent, and and primeval. The Bhagavad Gita... Yes, um, and let me put, I'll put a step further for you, man, right? Well, not a step further, just an addition. I am not the body. I am not even the mind, you know? Ishakriya. I'm not, I'm not thinking about death. From the perspective of a human animal let me yeah i'll give you guys i'll give you that i'll say that for sure right it was all about perspective once perspective changed everything changed once you look at the world one way you just you never see it the same again and for anybody who tells me you can't look at the world from the perspective of a black hole i tell you you have no imagination and you've never used your heart and your soul and your mind in tandem before. Because that is the experience of truly using your imagination. Because you have a limitless level of creation within your own mind. You can't stand on the edge of your eyes and imagine being on a black hole, in a black hole, going through it. What happens when you're on this other side? That's, I thought about it, but it's always a fact of meditation. 
Hmm. Honestly, yo, I feel like the common thought about death is just cap. Like, I don't, I don't think it's true. Like, when you die, you just see black and you're nothing and it's just nothingness. I personally believe that if you don't ascend from the third to fourth dimension or fifth dimension, that you reincarnate. That's what resonates with me. Yeah, see, oh, we're talking um, about dimensions and reincarnation now. This is amazing. Now, this is my concept and my problem with that concept, right? So, if you're talking about dimensional shifts, right, on other planes in the fourth dimension, I don't think time has a weight. I don't think it matters. When you go to the dimensions past that, right, I think that, wow, like, <coughs> time, total illusion non-existent just completely a fabric of our imagination in the like third, third dimensional plane you know um so when you talk about reincarnation right that implies that your soul is a three-dimensional entity i do not subscribe to that thought i don't believe your soul is on this third dimension i think your soul is a piece of a greater entity another be on another plane right so that being said i don't believe when you go back oh hey you either this or you're either that because once you leave the third plane there is no time time is an illusion time does not matter time is a construct of this actual dimension so how can it be oh Right, I'll be reincarnated into something else, right? When if your soul leaves your body and time doesn't matter, then your soul's already left your body. You're already there. You've already- well, that's what I was gonna say. Yes, you know? it's all already happening at once. Exactly. It's all happening. So who is to say that they? The, I, I hate to say this, but that that you that said that right there, right, and that something's gonna happen. That is the conscious mind. That is the ego. And the ego is literally a keyhole that you stare through with your soul into this plane, down into this dimension. It's like looking through a microscope, basically. You're looking down and through to this dimension through the eyes of this like flesh sack, through another plane. And when you like stand back, it's all already happened, man. It's all already happened. So don't worry about so much you know, like, oh, what's going to happen on the other side? Because guess what? You, yeah, you are not going to perceive it anymore. You, Tyler, Cody, you're not perceiving it. You, this version of you is not going to exist anymore, man. I'm sorry. That's, that's, uh, the, that's the ego. The ego is, like, this version of Tyler, Cody. Just like the ego is this version of Logan. And now, if you ask me, right, if, like, when I die... There's not going to be any more existence or anything like that. I'm going to tell you no. I don't believe that's true. I believe there's greater consciousnesses of me that I'm connected to. I believe, yeah, there is my ancestors and my peer and my, my descendants. Uh, yeah, there's different incarnations of me. But I think that they've all already coalesced and are going to rejoin. So whatever this is, whatever I am perceiving right now, 
this dies into nothingness. And then I'm going to be, my energy, my soul is going to be connected to something far greater. Now, whether that goes into a different form of consciousness and a different form of ego, that's entirely different. Now, that might be reincarnation, right? Okay. But that's not reincarnation on the perspective. You don't think of it as, I'm going to reincarnate on a different plane to a different entity, right? We think of it as our, our, me, Tyler, or me, Logan, or me, or me, Dom, I'm going to be on another side, or I'm going to be reincarnated into another being, right? And yeah, you might be reincarnated into another being, but that doesn't necessarily mean, like, you're going to witness any I'll be right back. (laughs) No problem. I'm not going to witness any of it, man. Me, Logan, not seeing any of that. Sorry. You know? I don't necessarily think it's a third dimensional thing. Time? I think... Oh, no, no. Reincarnation. Oh, I'm not talking about... No, 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 no. It's actually... Um, oh, okay. Yeah, go on. I'm sorry. Please finish. <laughs> um, so I feel like you reincarnate because you didn't ascend yet and I feel like the soul is a tool for the soul to ascend to the fourth dimension so that's the thing though if everything's already happened on the fourth dimension right okay your soul is already you've died already and all of your reincarnations have already died and being reincarnated and died and been reincarnated and died and been reincarnated when you die on that plane all that's already happened okay so what's with the ascension concept what do you have to do to ascend um uh, what do you have to do to ascend yeah tell me please in like the short version you need to wake up wake up I don't know man to be honest I don't I feel like that puts a human perspective on a non-human concept do you really think people have to do something to go to another dimension, another plane? In a sense, kind of. Hmm. No, I personally... I'm back, but I'm sure what you said was right. <laughs> I hope you're talking to me. <laughs> Actually, Dom, I was questioning Tyler. No, Tyler... Ty, I'm, I'm over the T people. <laughs> no, no, that. We will get on that, that one day, bro. I'm telling you. Oh, no. Banned. 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 Censored. Censorship. Censored. Yeah. This is censorship, bro. Yeah. Um, so, I do want to say, yes, uh, Dom, we were just discussing, Ty believes if you do not reach a point of extension, you are reincarnated. What do you believe? Because I know you care simply. I'm you believe what happens to cause a reincarnation? You have, I you have to reach a point of ascension or you are reincarnated. 
I'm asking him what that looks like. He said you. That means you have to. Wait. So, sometimes I'm trying to figure out what that means. Oh, that's a tough one, man. I don't know. Anything we say is just going to be a theory. I agree. That's why I think it's a great thing to talk about because we to say what's right or wrong. I'm not really right or wrong. That's just my opinion. Mm-hmm. That's, that's why I said. I what did I say, guys? Remember the words. All I do know for sure, I know this for sure, is that you, my friend, are sleeping on the T people, and that's it. That's the last time I'm talking about them. All right, all right, all right with the T people. I appreciate you and your T people, but I need to talk about this because this is real talk. This is spiritual talk. This <laughs> is talk about the T people in the other dimension. So, Dom, <laughs> tell me, when do you become a T person, and how long does it take to meditate? No, I'm just kidding. Don't tell, and don't answer that, please. Answer it. Don't answer that, Dom. Answer but, it. Dom, do you think that we need to become enlightened to reincarnate? Do you believe in reincarnation? What do you? Okay, now that is an interesting animal to talk about, man. Because I think that we don't fully know. I think that enlightenment almost what we define it so like because then there's because like even that i love meditation and i love having the spiritual side and i love talking about all this but then there's still the part of me too that's like okay like like i'm actually supposed to do another gentleman's podcast sometime soon if you don't mind me name dropping that in here yeah man just gotta tell me so i can get him on here yes oh i it's a guilty pleasures podcast Oh yeah, he, sure he would love to come, dude. Yeah. He did. Draw, draw oh, cool. Name and tell him that I want to uh, get him on this podcast. I will gladly tell him that, man. That would be so interesting. Mm-hmm. That would be beautiful. But um, I I told him my guilty pleasure is meditation because I love it and the things I learn. But it's also like um. It's like anything, like the enlightenment that's brought about it and everything you discover. It's like everyone, we're all going to discover that in depth. So that, or maybe, I don't know. But I'd like to believe that. It's like you'll ascend or like you'll get to reflect back on this. Mm-hmm. Yes. Personally, I, uh, I'm totally with you. I do believe that you get to reflect in many ways in the moments of your death i think it depends on when it happens though and that's like we'll reflect on how it happens now um what happens after death man but i totally agree with you dom it's just answers to all questions and that's the beauty of it so that's why i settle on what i do know when I die, this Logan, this ego, dies with me. You know? Yes. And I accept that. I accept that this version of me no longer exists. I'm okay with that. I'm okay. Now, I'll, ju- I'll just be like a little bit, uh, I would say, radical, maybe, I suppose you could say. I have done what's called a, a changa a ceremony. 
it's a chilling ceremony is um you smoke some herbs and you go through a milder version of a dmt trip because it's a natural extract of, like bark and roots that you're smoking so you smoke that you go through a mild trip now depending on what you think about spirituality Personally, I believe that spirituality is deeply connected to physics and metaphysics that, you know, Changa is a chemical that affects the vibrational energy within the brain that allows you to feel and sense and experience different things and think in a different way. Now, there is a moment, right, where when you're going through this journey, you eventually come to a peak where all sounds all feelings all sensations become nothingness and first it gets like really 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 loud and intense and it becomes nothing total darkness total peace and it feels wonderful and the french um call it the little death and it's a similar sensation to when you orgasm and you you have such a pure orgasm that you actually go black. Have you guys ever felt that? Yeah, and once you go black, you never go back. That's not what I meant. <laughs> That's not what I meant. I know, I know. <laughs> so um, I, I can't recall the pun feeling that. Can you describe it one yeah, more time? Yeah, I don't think I could say I have. It's such a, an intense orgasm that you um, lose a sense of self. You become so connected with the person, or I guess yourself even, depending on how you're orgasming, that you lose a connection with this plane momentarily because everything just becomes so overwhelming that you feel nothing. And it's a similar sensation to this trip and what you feel when you reach that point of pure creation. Now, when I tell you I went through several planes to get to that point of pure creation, I did. And I felt many different energies and spoke to many different entities and communed even with my higher self before I reached that point of nothingness. And that is death. That absolute sense of nothingness becoming absolute everything. It's basically everything becoming one, which is nothing. It's perfect. It's pure. It's beautiful. And it feels wonderful. And if that's what death is like, I'm okay with that. Well, I'm going to go out on a limb and tell you, I definitely have not experienced that. I've experienced it both through the orgasm and through the chaga ceremony. Yo, I experienced something similar with the last time I took mushrooms and was meditating. That's funny. I reached a point. Interesting. Yeah, I- it is interesting. And also, I have something that goes against our beliefs to comment on that. Okay, I'd love to hear that. Our beliefs. I mean, okay, so- I, I've literally considered both sides of it, so I'd love to hear it. Okay, so... One is just that um, when I did that, I was just meditating. I just reminded myself I'm just consciousness and awareness. And I just became that. Mm. And there was nothing 
and it was it was an intense feeling. It was a little overwhelming of a feeling mm-hmm. for me personally. Mm-hmm. Very overwhelming. It was like, oh my god, like I do and don't exist. Like, what's happening? You become Schrodinger's cat. You do, yeah. <laughs> That's a fact. That's a great way to put that. Oh my god. And, <laughs> I mean, truly, Dom, you put it that way. I was just giving voice to what the notion that you just put forward. Yeah, yeah. That was kind of romantic. I, or should I say bromantic, but go on. Interesting. But, um, now here's the whole thing where it's like, I believe in this stuff and, like, I do, I'm so open to it. But I feel like the argument for both of our things from, like, someone on an outside source is, is, hey, of course you think you went to different planes and you saw that this and so of that you were on drugs yeah but the fact is right plane is a matter of perception right the mommy want to see me create a new plane a new dimension all right brother let me draw you a picture let me write you a story let me make you a motion picture let me record a film let me tell you a story any one of those ways you have just created a new dimension what is a two-dimensional image what is a two-dimensional drawing what is a two-dimensional film and then what does that make a story right does that make a story three-dimensional because you can hear it with your senses or is it one-dimensional because you can only hear hear it with one sense i think it'd be one-dimensional it's one of the two anyway that's my point is that you cannot argue with me that I did go to another dimension because even if I thought about it, I went to another dimension because you want to know what? I felt. I heard. I thought. I smelt. I could see. I could do everything like I could do in this dimension. Except it was all in my mind. And it was extremely lucid. And it was extremely beautiful. And beyond comprehension, beyond words could put into expression. Because yes, even if on you, even if you want to put it down to a hallucinogenic level, I experienced a chemical at the purest molecular basis, which is in and of itself basically a different universe. So tell me, please, exactly how I did not go on a journey and experience a different dimension. Yeah, that's exactly how I feel. <laughs> that's exactly how I feel. <laughs> is that is that you can't you can't you really cannot say hey guess what? Wait, did you hear Dom? No, I did not hear Dom. Oh my god, dude! <laughs> Dom, I can't hear you. Bro, I thought you were just having a conversation with him. And I was like, wait a minute. No, I was going on a one-man monologue that whole time! Oh, man! Whoa. <laughs> Dude. Wow, Dom, were so you bad. and I having a one-on-one conversation psychically, dude? <laughs> Bro, I have never been so tripped out in my entire life. <laughs> oh, yeah, man. Me and him are ca- talking psychically. Um, Alright, wait, hold up. I'll invite you guys back. One second.
Hey, man. Hello. Right, so what? Uh, well, wait. I'll wait until Tyler gets here because I want to oh. know what. No, no, I'm just. In... It looks nice as hell. Right, I really like this one. That's why I agreed to this one. I'm so sick. Yeah, no, that shit is crazy looking. I'm sorry, my sister just came in my room. It's all groovy, brother. It's all groovy. Tell your sister say hey. Yeah, yeah, Logan. How are you? I'm groovy. How are you? Good, thank you. You know, my sister got some new tats today, man. Oh, word. Okay, word. what? Let me hear. Let me hear. What is? He, what you got? What you got there? Come on. Okay, so uh, three other ones, but mm-hmm. the new one were nine 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 on my knee, mm-hmm. and then a Medusa tattoo. Okay, groovy. Dom's still here. What does nine 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 mean? Wait. <laughs> Oh, I'm so confused. <laughs> Hi, Tyler. It's Gina. Oh, Tyler, so confused. Wait, wait. I'm really curious what, what, about the 999, though. What's, what's the 999 about? Well, they're angel numbers, and it's also Juice World. But, like, I always see the numbers everywhere, and I've been seeing 333 a lot. And I saw mm-hmm. 999 a few times, but 9 was also my number growing up in all my sports. Mm-hmm. Um, but like that was like oh like the number like that's closest to being completed mm-hmm. and it was just really sweet reading about it i love it i love that the that's great it was like dispel negative energy and to ward off threats oh i love it i love how real real your tattoos are man okay. that's exactly what i'm talking about dude i got um eight's my number so I know what you mean about the numbers, right? And I totally yeah. am about the warding with the tattoos and stuff. I mean, I got biblical verse on my back and I got like uh, custom made tattoos for, you know, um, not warding, but more like kind of uh, blessing or uh, a perspective shift similarly. So yeah, it was more like, I want to make sure I always know that whatever I'm doing, I'm doing it with God. You know, I'm doing with my creator and my creation. You know, I get it. I got an armband on my arm that has my mom's birthday, Wonderful. and it also has a teacher that passed away last year's birthday, like my Bosi's teacher. Mm-hmm. And it's like next to my heart, and like I always look at that, and it like makes my day. That's beautiful. That's so beautiful. We actually just had a conversation about how death can really, you know, impact our lives and make our lives a more beautiful experience because you appreciate those people and the moments you know i 100 agree and like i thought about that a lot last year when like my teacher passed away first mm-hmm. and like that like i took it like really close to heart and like i've been saying that like since that, i've had a whole different outlook mm. so true so true we need g on a podcast bro Yo, I was so I'm so glad that you got to come here and say this because this is so like perfectly timed because I'm trying to get people to like you know hear hey this is what people feel when they go through like you know experiences when they lose people you know loved ones and stuff like that that's it seems painful at first yeah 100 percent like I know a lot of people that like have like 
death or like have been on the side of death like whoever it is like whether it's family friend or remembering and like a lot of people will like let it stop them but like when that happened to me like i just kept going and i was like i like i have to keep going and that's the difference between why is this happening yes and for the answer to that question instead of just asking it because like oh my god you're screaming. sorry <laughs> um but like i like when i was younger like my mom first got sick i was always like why her out of like all my friends moms and like this that and i was like you know what the fact that me and dom went through like i just see the difference in us and like a bunch of kids our age like as shitty as it was like i don't think if i could go back i would change it because it made me who i am mm-hmm. that's what's oh, up oh i love that i love that statement so much thank you that is so true you know so true because really no no because that is the truth of it that people sometimes get so caught up in their limited perspective that they don't look at it and they're like hey look at me look at how i've changed this has made me who i am a lot of people get so caught up in the pain they're like yeah i would love to just have my loved one back yeah like so many people i know that i've ended friendships with and stuff like that when they hit like their lows they just try and bring everyone down with it but like i've gone through like a lot of shit like with friends like family and stuff like that but like i've always been the person to let it roll off my shoulders like i'll forgive someone but i'll still like keep in mind everything that they do and like a lot of people have wronged me and i never like have ill feelings towards them i'm always like giving them a fair shot but i just I'm careful with what happens with them and how far I'll go in a friendship with them. Amen. Amen. Yeah, that's exactly how, and how, that's exactly how you should treat them, you know? Especially, you know, in times of struggle, I feel like the best way to continue and moving forward is to be a positive energy, to not only be positive for your friends and your family, but for strangers too. So, you know, yeah, man. And like those people who are dragging people down around with them, man, they're not going to get through that as well as somebody who's like I'm going to go bond with my friend. I'm going to go bond with my family. I'm going to lift myself up and I'm going to lift them up. You know, you're going to be happier that way. Exactly. Mm-hmm. Oh my gosh. This is such a good conversation. I'm so glad that I walked in. No, yeah. It was meant to be. That's exactly why I want this conversation to happen. That's exactly why I do what I'm doing here. And that's why I love it. Because and think about how important and how like wonderful this conversation is right how much we can just learn from what is this six minutes we've just been talking well it's going on seven minutes now we've been talking and how much did we just grow in those seven minutes right exactly i feel like it's just like we have like a general understanding that not a lot of people do Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. and that's that's exactly what we need to talk that's why people need to talk and that's why we want people to talk with us. You want to talk with people, like getting people to listen and understand that it's the human moments. We're just two regular people. We're all just regular people here talking, right? There's nothing special about us, eh? <laughs> you know, I'm somebody. It's always for like someone to listen because, like, what I've noticed a lot is that people enjoy like talking about their experiences more. And I always try to piggyback off that. Like, I'll be like, oh, like, yeah, like, I totally understand that. Like, one time this, and I don't, like, try to, like, 
invalidate what they're saying but I'm just like I get what you're going through because of this or like whatever and it's difficult to get people to like stop and listen to you but once you like keep trying and like keep going about it in that way like it will happen absolutely you know and I think there comes a certain point where you know we're, we're very attached to what we have to do as people for other people in general you know we get a lot of validation from that way but when it comes to something like that something like dealing with a, the the grieving of a lost loved one or somebody who's moved on to the other side i mean it's usually something that people need to go through on their own but we still feel the need to do something do something do something when you kind of remove yourself from that and realize all they need is love and support and for you to be there everything's good then exactly yeah it stops being so much about hey what do i need to do and more be about i'm here for you i'm here for you always like i feel like growing up like i kind of like a lot like i kind of pushed my feelings aside like which like i kept them to myself which was difficult but like if i saw someone that like say it was like the same exact situation i would still be like oh like I get it and I'm not gonna be like oh I've had it worse than you like I was talking about this with some girl like her mother passed away too and like she, like we're very similar in like a lot of aspects mm-hmm. and she was like yeah my girlfriend doesn't listen to me this that and I was like well you need to understand that like what you're saying isn't wrong it's just that you might not be in the right spot at, like the right time this that and you shouldn't be with someone that's going to like invalidate it like I will never once say like I've had a like say for a fact that I know I've had because like that's not what you're supposed to do that's not gonna help you or them mm-hmm. oh so true if anybody if you're talking to somebody right and they instantly go to invalidate what you're suffering or what you're going through it's because they're going through exactly what we were just talking about they're going through that perception yeah. where I have to do something to make you feel better but then they realize they can't so instead of accepting that they get angry or upset internally subconsciously and start invalidating you and what you're going through so they can feel better um with that being said it's also like something too that I always think about is um, the, the things we don't like in other people or the things that us with other people or the things we don't like in ourselves. Mm-hmm. And realizing that has just been so life changing. Like, it's like, is that, and sometimes like it's even like, like, I'll be like, why do I let this thing bother me? And then finally I'll realize how it's a reflection of myself. Mm, so beautiful. Yes, so true. Because you realize that you don't like those aspects in yourself. So you get really bothered by seeing them in other people. Yeah. Oh, so much. Mm-hmm. Especially when it comes to the overusage of social media, because I could just fall into loopholes on that shit so easily. So when I see other people just like using their time and stuff on there and just chill on there and like I get aggravated. I'm like, why are you not in the present moment? <laughs> Meanwhile, that's just me being mad at that part of myself that does that or has spent so much time doing that. Mm. It's very interesting. Very interesting. Yeah. And I guess that's always a wonderful thing to look at that. And that's why being so mindful of yourself is a gift. You got to be always looking at yourself 
and looking at what you're doing, taking a step back after you have a thought like that and just being like, hey, why am I thinking that? Yeah. And that's that's almost like the why is this happening thing set over again. Like the why's just the asking why over and over again never helps. Yeah. You gotta actually want the answer, look for the answer. Mm-hmm. Absolutely, man. You can't be stuck on page six, reading page six over and over again when you're trying to get to, you know, page seven, when you're trying to get to chapter seven. You know, you're not gonna get past the other chapters if you're stuck there reading the same page over and over again saying why am i not getting to the next page and that's basically what happens when you're stuck on that same emotion that same why you're just stuck reading that same chapter again and again and again same page again and again and again i know but then also that's almost like a a fear i feel like because it's like we're writing our own stories and at the end of the day it's like you never know what the next page is going to be and that almost becomes a fear of facing the next page of oh that not being the biggest tragedy in the story even though it feels like it is hey man all I can say is you could stay on the same page for the rest of your life but the next page will eventually turn whether you want it to or not you don't have to do anything the next page is going to turn you can still dictate how it turns though you know you can still dictate what you're going to see on the next page by what you do on this page in this moment if you, you know like literally no definitely man. how do we heal people who are feeling that level of fear where does that fear come from and how do we help them with that Tyler, you haven't spoken in a while. Uh, what'd you say? <laughs> I'm angry. He fell into the social media loophole. I'm gonna head to bed, but thank you guys for this conversation, or Tyler, for listening to this conversation. But thank you guys. I enjoyed it, and I was glad to put my part in and then also give you guys No problem. We appreciate you joining us. It was very growthful experience yeah I, I i soulful growthful experience i stick to that statement thank you yeah man yeah <laughs> man very cool i love it it's everything is groovy you know what we're all groovy <laughs> that's so funny that's so awesome so all right. Yeah, I love you. Love you too. Good night, Peace guys. and love. All right. Up with the numbers, obviously, the head came out so crazy. Yeah, no, it's cool. Like, makes makes like the best producer Timothy Chalamet, and I was like, oh. Oh my god. <laughs> that's the best foul. Like that's <laughs> wrong. That's so dirty. So. Yeah, no, definitely. I mean, I guess it kind of fits with that. Like, everyone's like, oh, like, are those sixes? And I was like, do they look like sixes? Like, <laughs> you, if you're looking at it, it's a nine. Yeah. Like, you know this is a nine. You would hope they know it's a nine. Yeah. All right. All right, I love you. <laughs> <laughs>
So, so Tyler, Tyler. Tyler. Yeah. I would love to know how you felt about that entire conversation. What were your key takeaways? The key points you took away from that? Well, guys, I guess it's a really good thing that we got that on recorded because Sally's going to have to listen back to it to realize what we were talking about. Yeah, sorry. I'm just like out of it, bro. Tyler, tell me, how did, what, what, what distracted you? You know, when did you lose focus? Uh, Just like, like when we started the new one, I was just kind of out of it. Like the new Mm -hmm. sesh. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. Sorry if I'm like ruining the podcast. No, brother. No, 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 no. It's not that you're in the podcast. I'm wondering what was uh, holding your attention. That's all my interest is. Just, yeah, uh, just thoughts. Thoughts? Cool. Not the best thoughts. Oh, are you okay? I'm all right. Okay. What, are you comfortable sharing the thoughts? No. <laughs> Okay. Not in here. No, 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 no. Uh, what about the the, the tight? Why are they like not the best thoughts? What were they leading you to feel? Like, what type of feelings were you feeling? Well, I just feel like I just feel like blah right now. Blah. I just feel like I'm drained. Uh oh, we lost Dom. We did. Oh no. Did we? I think so. Well, I think he, he probably thought this was like Discord, low key. I wonder. That would be crazy. <laughs> I don't <laughs> think so. Um. Uh. So, whatever you are feeling, my brother, remember you are loved. You are a wonderful human being that we appreciate existing on this earth. Well, I, f- I appreciate that. I do appreciate your words, your kind words. No, but it's not just words. It's it's, uh, a genuine energy, a genuine emotion. You are a gift on this earth. Now, tell me, like, when you feel like blah like that, like, how how do you normally um, respond to that sort of energy? Uh, I don't really know what to do at this moment, to be honest. What would make you happy? What would make me happy? Mm-hmm. What would make me happy? Yeah, you know, like, what are the things that make you happy? Um... Drake. Drake? Yeah. Like, oh, music, like, oh, like the artist? Oh yeah. Oh and like nice. Um finding a beat and writing to it. Okay. Okay. What are you gonna write to it? Like a rap or something? Yeah, just like whatever mood I'm in. What? I literally like will just express on paper. Then I want you to do that. I want you to do that for sure. And uh I think that that's the best way, you know, creative ways are really the best way to improve your mood, you know, like through creative outlets and stuff like that. 
you know yeah i kind of feel like low-key too that i let you down by like not talking no 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 bro i no no you definitely did not let me down brother your mood is not to validate me or you know make me happy your happiness or sadness whatever you're feeling is a respect for you to feel all on your own you know that's that's all yours man i I respect your feelings i respect what you're going through i can't tell you you have to feel that way and i appreciate you sharing that you felt that way because i don't want you saying oh man i have to feel a certain way so that logan's listeners can be happy or like logan's podcast can be good this is good this is beautiful this is real conversation this is what i'm trying to show people everyday beauty in single moments, in a couple of minutes. And no, man, you being here is a gift. That's exactly what I'm saying. You know, just having you along for the energy, you know, like your energy is still here. You're still a part of it. I'm still really grateful for you being a part of it. Yeah, I'm to be a part of this, man. I definitely yeah. am. But I mean, I mean, well, you know, it's like, and it's interesting as you say this, because it's not like, um, for me, you know, like, I try to, what, I, what I, I mean, this is how I see it, at least. This is a conversation. We're just talking, you know? This is just all of us talking and having a conversation. We talk about this stuff all the time. None of us are changing anything that we normally do, right? Yeah, I guess you're right. I guess you're right. So, I just feel sad in this moment. That's okay. And you're allowed to feel sad, brother. You're so allowed to feel sad, man. It's so okay to feel whatever you're feeling. There's nothing wrong with it. Except feeling sad. You know, embrace the sensation, you know, accept it. Internalize, ask yourself why. Be like, all right, this is why I feel sad. Give yourself some love, man. Give yourself some tender love and care. You know, do the things that make you feel really warm and fuzzy inside. And then uh, find some peace and rest and be happy, you know? Give yourself the love that you deserve. And you will find the love that you deserve. Job provides, man. Job provides. I'm going to do my best, bro. Hey, man. Don't do your best. Just do. Don't even put that extra effort in there. Don't put those extra two words of effort in there for yourself, Jen. Just be like, we'll do. (laughs) (laughs) You know what I'm saying? Because I know you're going to be feeling that. I know that that you're, you know, like you listen to some Drake, you do what you want to do. You're going to be feeling just fine. Just fine, man. Yeah, I'll be good tomorrow. I'll be good. Everything. You know, everything is good with the turning of tides and time. So that's why we like to live, right? You know, that's the gift of life. It's like you can't be trapped in this moment. Nah, I know, I know I'll be fine. It's just in this moment. Of course, brother. Of course. What type of stuff are you going to write again? I just express how I feel. Like, if I feel like fucking around and just writing like a just like a mess around song like just like to like a hard beat just like just just like saying dumb bars and just screwing around 
yeah just something fun to vent your energy into and just have fun with yeah life. like you know you know when i get hyper and just like to start just being like just hyper me yeah brother then i'll write like a song like that or if like i feel like i would do right now then mm-hmm. um i'll get like super vulnerable love that so beautiful just talking from the heart right yeah just like turning my emotions into like music or I don't want to call it poetry because it's not poetry Mm -hmm. I'll just think of creative ways to express myself and I'll make it rhyme and stuff all that matters is that you're expressing yourself in your own way creatively and it helps you feel good it helps you heal you know it helps you find a level of peace yeah it definitely does man that's beautiful and whenever you play your guitar, it just inspires me to want to write even more. Well, you know what we're going to do? Don't say what I think you're going to say. We're going to get on the other server and I'm going to play my guitar and you're going to write? On the other server? Yeah, man. On the other app, you know? Get on the other app, call, talk. I'll play my guitar. We'll talk some more, you know? And you oh, can okay. write some music. Or whatever you're going to write write like a quick banger <laughs> do it man whatever I'm all always right. down to help alright man let's make some music I'll talk to you on the other side then sounds good homie alright brother peace and, peace and love peace and love homie So in that session, huh? How about that session? Hmm. Quite a conversation, quite a dialogue we managed to share there. Hmm? I really love, just love when people just pop in and we have a surprise conversation. Man, that's beautiful. And what beautiful thoughts she put forward, right? Like just great concepts, honestly. And man, the tattoos, tattoos, God, what a powerful concept tattoos are. I think I might want to have a conversation about that another time. That's a note for me. So yeah, beautiful time. I hope you all enjoyed it. I hope nobody got scared away by the talk about the big bad death. You know, it's it's a reality that we all have to face eventually. The sooner you face it, the more like uh, pause. Oh my gosh, it's just uh, how how to describe. It. The more you live your life with peace and tranquility i suppose because you do not realize how often you are living your life in fear of death so hey you know if you can come to terms with it face it face that you're gonna die one day say hey i'm gonna die one day and that's okay you know i could die tomorrow that's okay if it's not okay with you hey do whatever you need to to make it okay but don't do anything risky okay it's not be saying hey go on a wild um escapade that throws your entire life to the wind you know what i'm saying go and do a passionate thing do something that makes you happy make love to your um partner you know kiss your kids on the forehead if you have kids if you don't have kids go make some kids if you don't want to make some kids go adopt a puppy i don't know pick up a guitar an instrument uh, art science i don't know whatever you want to do. watch a documentary series that you've always wanted to watch just make sure you're doing something that is true to yourself so that when you think of the fact that, hey, I could die tomorrow, you can sit there, take a deep breath and say, I'm okay with that. This has been good life. 
And I know that if I wake up tomorrow, I'm going to say the same thing. You know, every day is a blessing. So if you can wake up every day and say, hey, thank God for today, because it's the only thing that I have, really. And remember, it really is the only thing you have. Everything that you have in this day, you only have. It's the only thing that's really certain is that moment even. But as long as you're appreciating it, that's what matters the most. The more you appreciate it, the less likely you're going to lose any of that. Then again, sometimes life works in mysterious ways, right? But hey, even if you do lose it, at least you appreciated it while you had it. Now there's going to be a single moment where you're like, hey, I didn't appreciate what I had. I didn't appreciate what I experienced. Nope, nope, nope. You got it all right there in your pocket. Right there in the palm of your hands. So, with that being said, I'm, as always, making this for you, my brothers and sisters, from the bottom of my heart, with all the love that I can muster, which is a whole lot, I tell you, because it's about as infinite as the depths of the stars. And as a fact, you know what? It's endless. And an endless supply of love we all got. So I'm sending that endless supply out to everyone out there. Both those who hear and both those who don't. You know, it's all about you guys. Without you, this really wouldn't be because heck, who knows where I would be or who I would be. So, as always, I appreciate you. And you are loved. Alright, take it easy.